Welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's hard-hitting Axis Arrows. Learn more about Easton's cutting-edge and fused carbon arrow technology today at www.eastonarchery.com. Now here's your host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, editor Christian Berg. Welcome back to another episode of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. We are the voice of bowhunting, and as always, we're glad that you've taken some time out of your day to keep up with the latest that's going on in this tremendous sport that we're so passionate about. Today, I am really happy to have uh, a couple of fine gentlemen as our guests from Bowtech, which is uh, just an absolutely top-end bow company out there, which I'm sure most all of you are familiar with. I've been happy to shoot Bowtech bows the last several years, and uh, the new invasion that they have out this year is is a great bow. We'll be talking a lot about it and some of the technological advances that Bowtech has developed in recent years today with Sam Colson, who's the director of marketing at Bowtech, and uh, Jeff Suter, who's a media specialist at the company. Sam and Jeff, uh, really appreciate you guys being with us today, and thanks for taking the time. Thanks for having us, Christian. Thank you. Uh, let's let's jump right into it. Uh, this new invasion that you guys came out with, uh, I guess first of all, you know, even the way that you guys launched this bow, you were you were the only ones out of the major bow companies to kind of hold back your flagship bow for this year. You waited until the ATA show in January uh, when most everybody else put their new bows out in October, and you had quite a crowd at the Bowtech booth. And uh, I'm going to say that the the expect or that the product lived up to the expectations. And uh, tell us a little bit just about the excitement of the launch of the invasion and uh, kind of how that's played out since then in terms of buzz for this bow and the demand that you're seeing in the market, Sam. Uh, it's been it's been absolutely the excitement around this has just been unbelievable. We've we've been pumping out bows left and right. Our, our facility's running nearly twenty four seven, which is you know a great problem to have. Um, we held the bow off till till the ATA show, knowing that you know launching a bow you know right in the middle of hunting season really doesn't work for most people. That you know they're they're already they already have their bow that they want to be able to shoot for that year. They've already got it tuned up and dialed in. Um, and so it just didn't make sense to start pushing something that, that was going to be, uh, that they weren't even going to want to use until the next year. So we held back, kept it completely veiled. We never, we never showed the name. Uh, we never revealed anything about the bow itself uh, to anybody until uh, the moment that we unveiled it at the ATA show. Um, and seeing, you know, we had, we had nearly 1,000 people surrounding that booth at the show, and it was, uh, it was absolutely unbelievable just seeing that many people come out to, um, to support us and to see the new products. Yeah, it's amazing what people will do for a free T-shirt, huh, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, th- let's talk a little bit about the invasion. You guys have, um, I guess, the first thing we should talk about is something that Bowtech has been known for for a number of years because it's a technology 
or a design that you guys really pioneered and you kind of took it to a next level with the invasion this year. I guess maybe the the full name of the bow actually in, in some way is the invasion CPX, right? And that stands for Center Pivot Extreme. Uh, talk to me about Center Pivot Extreme. What is it? What does it mean? And what does it mean to me as a shooter in terms of making me better? Sure, absolutely. Um, well, Center Pivot bows are they are absolutely designed to increase accuracy. Um, and they're phenomenal at that. In the past, and we, and we created center pivot technology at Bowtech. Um, we are by far the, the innovative leaders in this industry. And um, so when we created center pivot technology, they were incredibly accurate, but they were a little bit slower than what we, what we had originally wanted them to be. And so when our, when our engineers went back to the drawing board, they, um, they put in new pivot points into these that would allow it to have a kind of a gliding, a gliding motion in the center pivot technology that really ramped up the speed. You, you combine that with the hardcore limbs, which has multiple layers of uh, different materials that increases power and uh, the durability of the limb and the speed all the way through the limb itself. Um, so being able to take that center pivot technology increase the speed up to, you know, the 343 feet per second bow, um, just really just knocked the thoughts off the competition. Yeah, and when, just to help people understand, when we talk about center pivot, it's actually has to do with the riser design and where the riser interfaces with the limbs themselves. If you have, okay, your sort of prototypical, traditional compound bow riser, you're going to have those limbs and the limb pocket right there at the t very top and the bottom of that riser piece and the, the limbs are going to flex for the entire length of the limb. With your center pivot bows you actually have uh, a portion of that riser that comes off uh, on the top and the bottom and meets those limbs more towards the center of the length of the overall limb and you're putting all that flex into basically the smaller portion of the limb that's between the cam and where that center pivot piece meets it and uh, I'm not an engineer so I don't ex understand exactly why that makes the bow so much more forgiving but you can probably help me understand that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and it's putting it down into its simplest form that, you know, you you re you remove a lot of the vibration and inaccuracy of it, making it forgiven, more forgiven. If you take an arrow and you hold it on the, the corner of the desk at the very end, and you um, flip the you flip the opposite end that's hanging over the side, there's going to be a lot of vibration to it. But if you move that arrow halfway in, and you hold the, the center point of that arrow, and you strike the end of it, the vibration stops virtually immediately. And that's, that's what center pivot technology does, is it eliminates that, um, is it eliminates that, that vibration in there, giving you a lot more of a, of a flexible, uh, forgiving shot. Gotcha. And then when you combine that with the hardcore limb, that limb is able to, to store and deliver more energy than previous uh, limbs? Is that what I'm getting out of what you were saying about the hardcore limbs, Sam? Exactly. There's, you know, in, in a, a traditional limb that, you know, you're, you're drawing power from the, you know, kind of the last third of, of uh, the limb there, where with uh, the hardcore limb and the way the, the layers are, uh, the way the different materials are layered in there, you're drawing power from three quarters of that limb back. 
So it's, it's drawing power from where, you know, you've never had power in limbs before. Yeah, and those hardcore limbs are really, there's quite a process involved in manufacturing those. I know um, there's a, there's basically seven layers, right? There's in the center, there's one uh, basically piece that you start with, and then there's on the top and the bottom three additional layers on each side, correct? Yeah, that, that's correct, Christian. We actually put a carbon core in the middle of it. And so what people may not realize is that a lot of limbs are just made out of a single material. But when we're putting seven different materials, which each level of material has its own characteristics, which is advantageous to the overall limb. So the core of that limb being that, that uh, carbon allows the energy to actually be absorbed to the middle of the limb, not just the outside of the limb, which gives us an overall higher efficiency, um, which gives us resulting in a, a better controlled limb for speed and energy. So there's definitely a lot of technology that's gone into, you know, the limbs, the, the center pivot extreme uh, design, and then you're tying both of those things together with the overdrive binary cam system, which, uh, again, plays a, a big role in achieving that 343 foot per second uh, IBO rating. Talk to me a little bit about the overdrive binary cam and how is that different from, you know, what other folks are doing out there in the marketplace? Well, the big difference between the overdrive binary cam is that it has a uh, has a split bus in there. So the, bu the bus cable in there, you can actually pull that out and twist it up or down as needed to actually tune out and walk out a tear. Um, it's it's the only it's the only cam system that you can put your bow um, and you put and put your uh, put your rest at uh, at center shot and then actually tune the the cam system into a perfect into a perfect shot. Um, so that you're getting absolute accuracy and it's 100% tunable. So the other thing that makes these uh, these special is that they're absolutely slaved together, so that one can't move without the other one. You, you put in it, you, you time it up, you pull it out, and it's it's absolutely perfect. There's driving tax left and right. Mm -hmm. And I know that another thing you guys are proud of because uh, I had a chance to visit with with you guys out at the headquarters last year is the custom. Uh, octane strings and cables that you're making right there at your factory and when you get a, your Bowtech bow tuned in with uh, you know like you said once you've got everything lined up perfectly with those strings and cables you don't have to worry about it you know going out of tune for you because you're not going to have any problems with stretching and, and that sort of thing Absolutely our, our uh, octane strings and the background strings specifically are all made here, and they are, they're, you know, you're one of the few people that have actually gotten to come inside the factory and see that. We keep that pretty locked up um, because there's a lot of proprietary information in that that helps make that strings, those strings the best on the market that they're, that they're absolutely are. Well, you know, there'd be one other part of the this Invasion bow that we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about, and it's a technology that you guys actually introduced well, I think it was I think it was last year with the destroyer, and you've carried it over to your 2011 bowline, and that's the the FLX Guard cable containment system. Talk to me a little bit about the the Flex Guard, the the design of that, and uh, again the advantages that that brings in terms of forgiveness and efficiency to the overall bow design. Well, what the Flex Guard does 
is it works as a miniature limb there that it moves the cables um, and takes and eliminates riser torque. So without a flex yard on anybody's bow, you're going to get a certain amount of riser torque and a riser flex there. So when you draw it back, there's so much power in those cable systems that the riser itself will actually flex. And whenever that tension is released, it will, the riser that is just now flexed on you will bounce back into place and cause you to torque the bow a little bit. And what the flex guard does is it helps relieve that tension by moving what is essentially a small limb out of the way and it helps it be able to slide back into place uh, with, with ease with, without having your riser torque on you. Right, gotcha. Yeah, so that, that uh, rather than just having a, say, that you know, an average bow has just got a metal rod that comes out off the riser with a Teflon slide and your cables are going to move back and forth on that slide as you draw the bow and release the arrow, this flex guard actually is a small, uh, like Sam said, it's like a little mini limb. I, I guess it's made out of, uh, I don't know what it's made out of, some of the same stuff you guys are making the actual bow limbs out of. And when you draw the bow... Uh, that flex guard has a has some um, cable uh, rollers on the end of it, and that the uh, arm itself flexes in towards the center line of the bow, takes some of the torque out of the system, and when you release the shot, it flexes back to its at-rest position and uh, gets out of the way of the arrow. So, again, just another example, as you said earlier, Sam, of the ways that, you know, Bowtech is really trying to differentiate itself with the ideas and um, technologies that it brings to the market. Well, the flex guard also, to be mentioned, if you combine that with, with all the technologies that the Invasion has, um, it really does create what we, what we think is the most accurate compound bow on the market today. If you can take all those small variables out of the shooter and out of the bow, especially, um, we're going to give you something that you can take out to the field and be hitting X's in the targets very quickly. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, we, you and I actually, Jeff, we discussed that the other day because, um, you know, you had contacted me for some feedback regarding the invasion. And, of course, we had an opportunity to do some hunting together with it not too long ago down in Texas when we went and chased Axis deer. And, you know, the thing that I had kind of relayed to you at that time is there's just so many bows, you know, out there today that have a lot of technology built in. And if you go to the pro shop, um, you know, it, it doesn't take a whole lot for, uh, you know, a man of average intelligence like me to get his head spinning, trying to understand all the, the technologies and the features. But at the end of the day, uh, as great as it is to talk about all those things, you know, what really matters to me and to most bow hunters is how the bow feels in your hand, how well you shoot it, again, the accuracy that you mentioned, and just when you have a bow that is really, you know, feels good in your hand, the arrows are going right where you want them to go, it's the confidence that you get from that when you're in the field that really makes you feel good about it, and, you know, that's what I've experienced not just with the invasion this year, the destroyer in 2010, the admiral in 2009. You guys have had a series of really well-designed bows that make you feel good about taking them into the field. And uh, I use that invasion to take a really nice axis deer down in Texas. I know that you guys did as well on that hunt. It was a great trip, and uh, I felt good about hunting with that bow. I think that. Uh, 
you know, the results sort of speak for themselves because we had a great time down there, and I don't, I don't think that that invasion let anybody down. No, everybody, everybody got their buck down there, and uh, you know, on, you know, on ten thousand acres of, on ten thousand plus acres of, of free range land, that you know, having, having everybody be able to put down a, a you know a, a class access buck was pretty phenomenal on in getting perfect shots every time. Yeah, absolutely. What is some of the feedback uh, that you've been getting from other people about this invasion? What are the what are the features that really seem to be standing out to people as they're not, you know, not just again looking at the technologies, but they're actually shooting uh, with the bow. You know, whether that be hunting, the 3D competition. What kind of feedback are you hearing from your customers about what they like about it and what they think really sets it apart from the competition? Sure, absolutely. You know, as as a you know, as an industry as a whole, we uh, companies tend to focus a lot on what the features are, and consumers are you know they you know buying a, a you know world class product aren't necessarily as concerned about the features as they are the benefits and how that will benefit their hunt or their shoot, and uh, you know every day we get we get emails upon emails, um, and our Facebook site get comments all the time about how wonderful the products are. And about how it actually improves their shot, you know, that they can feel the difference with having the flex guard on there. That it, you know, that they dramatically see that they're no longer torquing the bow anymore. Um, you know, the overdrive binary cam, the advantage to that, and them being able to, you know, being able to block out uh, uh, paper tears and not have to move from their center shot is you know phenomenal to them. Um, you know, then we have other packages, you know, in the, uh, like in our Assassin line that, you know, the Assassin bow itself comes rack equipped, which which means ready, aim, kill right out of the box. So literally all they do is pull it out of the box, snap a quiver on it, and go. The peep sight's already already tied in. There's already a string loop. The sight itself is already pre-gapped. Um, and, you know, there's a, it's a, two different guys from the Invasion to the Assassin, but each one we're just getting phenomenal feedback from, you know, the power and the accuracy, um, how quiet the bows themselves are, how light they are, the, the draw that's, you know, you pull it back and it's like drawing butter. I mean, there's just nothing to it, and it feels good in their hands. Yeah, that, uh, that is something that is notable, you know, certainly in my experience with the with the invasion, you know, for a bow that's got an IBO rating of 343, um, you know, the draw is very smooth, uh, and you can't say that about every so-called speed bow on the market, and I know that you guys don't really tout the invasion as a speed bow per se, but certainly with a with the speed rating that it has, it's no slouch in that department, and it's got a good combination of speed and shootability and uh sounds like that's what your customers are kind of concurring with me on in in their experience as well and and then when you guys jump over to the assassin as you said um you know i think that's a good bow to discuss a little bit because um you know that the price point on that bow if memory serves me with the rack package is we're looking at 650 bucks right sam Yep, and absolutely. MSRP is six forty nine, and that that's with a, a peep sight, a quiver, a rest, and a sight, and um, there's a lot there for that 
price tag. And uh, tell me a little bit more about that Assassin. I know it's been doing really well for you. What are the specs on that bow? And does that have a lot of the same technology built into it as the Invasion? Well, the, the Assassin is a phenomenal bow, especially for the price point it's at. Um, the one thing that we really pride ourselves in the Bowtech line is that binary cam system. I mean, it's been proven year after year to be the ultimate cam system in the market today. You know, it, it's always has a symmetry, synchronization, and simplicity, as we call it, the three S's here. Um, you can't shoot a straighter arrow with a, with a different cam system. I mean, it's, it's the ultimate system there is today. So we make sure that that's included on the Assassin bow. Um, the rack package itself has had some of the, the nicest accessories that you'll find as well. And the unique thing we did, we found that the consumer really, really wanted something that came from the factory. We have all the testing and the equipment here to make sure things go out the door correctly. So we, we took the time um, that a lot of other companies haven't done necessarily and put everything together for you, like Sam said. And that really goes a long way. They know they're getting a quality product with, with quality accessories on it as well. And it's ready to go. So that's, that's something we really pride ourselves on. Yeah, and, that, and that's a bow. Uh, again, you know, the IBO rating on that Assassin is 333 feet per second. So you're looking at getting a bow in your hands that is, you know, 10 feet per second, you know, slower than the Invasion with everything you need to go right out of the box and hunt at a savings of, you know, more than $200, what, you know, you'd spend for an invasion alone. So, you know, price alone doesn't have to be, you know, the stumbling block here for people that are looking to get into, um, you know, a really high quality bow that, you know, is capable of taking down anything you want to hunt. You know, there's no reason somebody can't grab an assassin with the rack package and go kill any big game animal in North America. There's just no reason no. Why, you, why you couldn't. We could, we could tell you stories of, of people that have shared some great hunts that they've used with the assassin. And the only reason we can even do this with the assassin at this price point is, is because of the technologies. We have industry-changing technologies on the invasion and the destroyer, which allows us to put a bow like the assassin in the hands of all the hunters out there, and it's directly comparable to everybody else's high-end bows. So we're seeing that a lot. We just happen to have that division of the assassin, with the assassin being at that level, and the invasion and the destroyers being at a higher level because of these technology advantages. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, let's talk briefly about the destroyer too. I mean, you hate to to forget that bow. It made such a big splash for you guys last year. You, was your top of the line bow in, in 2010 and you've got the destroyer 350 and the destroyer 340 um are those still uh doing well for you what what's going on with the destroyer line this year uh absolutely the destroyer has been our best selling high-end bow of all time um it, it still, i mean orders are still coming in strong for that uh we still get a lot of people uh, talking about about the destroyer itself got the overdrive binary cam, the hardcore limbs, the flex guard. I mean, anything and everything that, you know, that, that Botech is known for in innovation, you know, the, the destroyer, the destroyer itself embodies. And so it's still going very strong for us. Gotcha. And, you know, Sam, we ought to talk just briefly too about, about your diamond line. I know that uh, most folks are familiar with diamond. And I think that, 
you know, most people probably have an idea that that is uh, a, a line of bows that's built by Bowtech. Uh, but you really wanted to kind of point out some of the highlights of Diamond and, and what it is and maybe what it isn't. So tell me a little bit about the Diamond story. How long have you guys been doing the Diamond bows and what's the difference between a Diamond and a Bowtech for people who might not completely understand that relationship? Sure. Uh, you know, Diamond, Diamond has been, uh, we lost the Diamond brand back in 05. And, uh, you know, Diamond, even though, you know, you know, we're made by the same company, but they are really two entirely different brands, two different entities under themselves. Um, you know, whereas Bowtech is known for just absolute innovation, leader, technology, uh, refuse to follow. You know, our, our tagline says it all. It's Bowtech refuse to follow. On the Diamond side, completely different brand that, um, you know, Diamond itself stands for durability, reliability, and value-minded. So it's not, uh, it's not that it doesn't have technology because it's got phenomenal technology in it, but that's not what, it's, what we really want it to be known for. Uh, you know, Bowtech itself as a brand will, is the distribution of that. Really, you're only going to ever find that in a protocol. Um, whereas Diamond, you're going to find it in, in mass merchants, so like Cabela's, Bass Pro, Gander Mountain, um, and you know that's and we have it set for that for those two different mindsets of, of the customers that are going to be shopping there. Um, you know, in the Diamond line, you've got what we call the triple threat, and that's the Dead Eye, the Fugitive, and the Outlaw, and all three of those bows come fully rack equipped once you get ready and killed right out of the box. Um, you know, you've got the dead eye in there, which is um, which has got a little over six inch brace height, and it's 343 feet per second. Um, so I mean, it, it's a wicked fast bow. So it's got the it's fugitive. got it's got the exact same speed rating as the invasion. <clears throat> yep, absolutely. And that's a, that's um, on a single cam design. Exactly. Yeah, one of the one of the biggest differences um, in in the Bowtech and the Bowtech and Diamond technology is that on the Diamond line. Uh, we use single cam technology. There's, there's, you know, there's always going to be a guy who's going to want to have a single cam bow, um, even though the, like the binary cam um, has, you know, definitely has its purpose. That is definitely a uh, overall better for timing and, and speed. Um, but you know, you're you're going to have multiple different things that we can actually put into a single cam bow to make it better. The, uh, the cam system technology that we use on the diamond line is called throttle cam tech. Uh, and what it does is that it absolutely uh, it eliminates creep on there by by how we've got a uh, a pillow block on there. You're going to get you really matched really unmatched consistency and blazing speed out of that. Mm, gotcha. And that uh, that dead eye also includes uh, really other than the cam system. I'm seeing a lot of the same you know, really cutting edge technologies that you're seeing in the Bowtech line there. There's a flex guard on that bow this year. You've got hardcore limbs there. Um, so, you know, there's an awful lot there at a, at a reasonable price. And then as you step into the fugitive and the outlaw, again, you know, a lot of quality there and, um, the rack package availability. Um, I'm sure that, you know, you guys are just selling a ton of those diamond bows at the, Again, at those mass uh, outdoor retailers, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. Do you see a big, a big difference between your Bowtech customer and your Diamond customer? You talked about kind of the different branding. Are you, 
are, are you really kind of targeting the, you know, just uh, the, the everyday bow hunter with the diamond line and, and trying to target the, uh, you know, like the most passionate enthusiasts of the, the bow hunting world with Bowtech? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the Bowtech, the Bowtech line really embodies that, that elitist that's going to want to go down um, and really be able to work on and, and tune their own bows and be able to, um, you know, really have that, that, that elitist mindset to them from the bow hunting and archery standpoint. Whereas the diamond, the diamond consumer, you know, he, he's a little bit more like, you know, the, the, the everyday bow hunter. It's, um, you know, he, he doesn't, he doesn't want to have to, he doesn't want to have to necessarily tune his own bow. He doesn't want to have to know, you know, to know the ins and outs and everything about archery to be able to go out, pick it up, walk out, get in a tree stand, and kill deer left and right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So, let me ask you this, Sam. Uh, we discussed this when I was out there last year, but I forget. When was Bowtech actually started? You guys are a relatively young company in this business. Yeah, we are. Uh, you know, we're, we're we're competing with a lot of a lot of much older companies out there. We're only a, a little over ten years old. I mean, we we were really started in 1999. Uh, you know, getting everything, getting the foundation started, and moving up. So we are a very young company, and and to have um, to become the innovative leader in the archery world, and have most of our most of the major technologies used in the archery industry today started by us. Um, is you know it's quite a compliment uh, that that we are uh, that we hear from our consumers and we're very pleased to hear that that uh, that they know you know they know where they where they know where all of these technologies came from and in such a very short period of time. And uh, I guess that's a tribute to you know your your research and development team. I, I know I had a chance last year to spend some time with your lead designer, Craig Yaley, and some of his folks, and you just got a lot of people who are a whole lot smarter than me sitting behind computers there engineering and designing and dreaming, and uh, kind of leads me to the, you know, that next question, which is, you know, for a company that is priding itself on technology and leadership, um, you know, how much pressure is there for you guys to constantly be coming up with, you know, something better than what you've got now? And, and tell me about how that all works around the Bowtech headquarters. You guys must just uh, spend your whole year in meetings trying to figure out how you're going to top what you did this year. Pretty much. You know, they're, they're, we never we never want to become uh, what our president, Mark Pizzoni, calls archery arrogant. Uh, but we are... You know, we're, we're very confident in our research and development department. Um, they, uh, I mean, those guys, I mean, you, you'd said it before, that, I mean, those guys are phenomenally smart. They're, they're, we have, our, in our R&D department, our engineers are some of the smartest people that I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. Um, all phenomenal guys. And the, the creativity and the, the innovation that comes out of that room is absolutely phenomenal. And it astounds us every single year that we... We all sit down at the at the drawing board at the beginning of the year and, and and ask the question, how on earth could we ever beat what we did last year? And without fail, consistently, every one of those every one of those engineers comes back to the table with something that knocks our socks off. And we've got guys here that um, that have never taken a uh, that have never taken a vacation that, that wasn't for hunting. That they, I mean, archery is our life here. And, 
and you know, so being that way, we we've seen we've pretty much seen it all. And for these guys to be able to come to the table every year and be able to blow us away is a surprise all the time. Yeah, it uh, it's a job that I'm glad that I don't have. You know, it's a lot easier for me to just write about whatever you guys come up with than to actually have to do it and build it. <laughs> that kind of, you know, you talked about the technology and that lifestyle that your employees are, are living, that your designers are, are wrapped up with. And that kind of comes back to something else I wanted to ask you about is, you know, being a company that really has only been around for a decade or so, you see um, so many companies in this industry, and it's not just other bow makers, you know, although certainly that would apply to them, but everything from them to, you know, to your camouflage companies, your mossy oaks and your real trees, and uh, there just seems to be so much lifestyle oriented around what we do because you know hunters as a group are just so passionate about what we do um what is sort of if i had to ask you guys you know what is the essence of what the bowtech shooter is uh who is you know or what is the bowtech lifestyle and how is that kind of unique amongst all the other you know, sort of images that people are tra- trying to portray out here. You know, how do you guys see the Bowtech fraternity? Tell me about that. Um, well, I mean, it really, it really just boils down to the, I mean, to the, to the passion itself. I mean, you know, it, it's fairly easy for us to be able to sit down and, and understand what the consumers want. One, because we are, we are the consumer. I mean, everybody here is is an archer, um, and whether they are whether they're the archer that just spent their entire archery season in the tree stand, or whether they were competition, uh, you know, world class competition shooters, that we are that guy. The second thing is that we, I mean, we we hear everything that our consumers are talking about. So we're we constantly are communicating with them. They're communicating with us. You know, we hear we hear what they're wanting, and uh, and we try to give them that and be able to. Being able to have that passion and that love for the outdoors and that that industry, um, the injury, the archery industry as a whole, that it's a it's a fairly easy thing for us to be able to live that lifestyle here and be able to connect with consumers themselves. And along those lines, you guys have actually created, um, you know, a number of different platforms for folks to kind of connect with you and fellow Bowtech shooters and that sort of thing. Tell me about. Um, all the various ways that you've got out there for people who want to kind of share that Bowtech experience to be a part of that community. Well, um, you know, we have, uh, we've just recently started getting, hitting hard into the social media side of things. So, you know, our Facebook, our Facebook site is, is always, is one of the most active sites there are in our industry. Um, you know, consumers get on there and we, we actually have a dedicated person in house here who is where their their sole job is to be able to get on there and communicate with these people, let them know what we've got going on here, take their feedback and make sure that that gets to everybody internally. Um, the other thing that we have that we just started is a is a fourteen part ser- uh, fourteen part webisode series called Beyond the Bow, and uh, we have a host of that. And the entire Beyond the Bow webisodes are completely social media driven. So our consumers get on there and they let us know, hey, you know, how, how is a riser made? Um, 
what goes what goes into you know making the strings themselves? How do you guys actually set up each one of the rack equipped uh, one of the rack equipped bows? And so we take that information and then we go out and with our host we film that we film that webisode and launch it every Friday. We've actually got one that's going to be going live here in about uh, in about two hours. Yeah, and I see that uh, on your on your website there. If you go to the Bowtech Archery website. Uh, there's a Beyond the Bow section right there, and you can call up those videos. It looks like you guys got about, let's see, 4, 8, 12, 16. Oh, you got over 20 videos up there right now that people can watch. Yeah, there's, there's a, absolutely. There's a, there's, a lot of different, uh, there's a lot of different technology videos up there. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's the Beyond the Bow section on our website, and uh, we are actually launching the, I mean, the, the, web, the Beyond the Bow webisodes. We're on, we'll, we will launch our fourth one today. Um, that is strictly beyond the bow as, as far as the webisodes go. But we've got a lot of different technology videos and how-to videos to be able to show people how to work on the bows themselves, which were all asked for by our customers. So you guys will have a new Beyond the Bow video, though, every Friday on your website? Is that right? Yep, every Friday for another, for another 10 weeks. So it'll take us all right up to deer season. Absolutely. Speaking of which... Were you guys taking your invasions this year? What what kind of hunts do do the Bowtech uh, marketing gurus have uh, for fall 2011? Well, we're fortunate to be in the heart of elk country here in Oregon at our factory in Eugene, Oregon. So within within 30 minutes to uh, a couple hours drive, we're in the heat of it with our cow calls and our bugles trying to take down monster bulls. So. That whole month, um, the office gets a little scarce of ammunition. That's vacation time, and it means hunting time for us. So <laughs> we're out and enjoying the great um, outdoors of Oregon and everything that it entails. Well, that's good, man. I hope you guys kill a big bull. We've got uh, our September issue is going to be coming out here uh, just the beginning of August, and we've actually got an Oregon story out there called Biking for Bulls. And it's about a guy out in your neck of the woods who got off onto the old logging roads with his mountain bike and went in there and just killed a huge Roosevelt bull. So you'll have to check that out. And if you guys can tag, if either of you can tag anything close to what that gentleman put on the ground last year, you might have to get your own feature in Peterson's bull hunting next year. <laughs> well, guys, I'll tell you what, it's been... It's been a good chat, and I'm happy that we had the opportunity to kind of just help spread some of the information about what's up at Bowtech and uh, the the good quality bows that you guys have available for this year. And, and I'm sure if people are interested in, you know, getting a feel for these on a firsthand basis, they can head to their local pro shop to test shoot. Uh, any of the Bowtech models that they'd like. And, and if there's something about the diamond line that kind of, caused your ears to perk up uh cabela's bass pro gander mountain dicks etc you know they'd be happy to uh let you fire a few arrows over there and uh again guys uh thank you so much uh thank you for uh the support that you've provided to to myself and to peterson's bow hunting over the years and i wish you guys all the success that you can find in the field this fall and as you uh, work towards getting those brand new bows for 2012 that we'll look forward to seeing at the ATA show next January. Well, thank you for having us, Christian. You, you guys, all of you guys over Peterson, mean a lot to us, and, you, and we hold you guys very dear to our hearts. 
um, if, if I could leave the if I could leave listeners with one thing, you know, we we uh, we've talked a lot about the, about the different technologies and the features and benefits in these bows, but at the end of the day, I would like to challenge every one of you guys to go out and pick up pick up a Bowtech versus any, any of our competitors and try it, and feel it, and uh, we're confident that you'd like it. All right, well there you go, Sam Colson, Bowtech, throwing down the gauntlet. Go take your head-to-head test and take the bow that you like best home with you. Thanks again, guys. Appreciate it. Keep in touch and send me those elk photos when you have them, okay? You bet. Thanks, Christian. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's Hard-Hitting Access Arrows. For more information, pick up a copy of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine on newsstands now.